0: We better figure out an intro soon because we're, we're going. We're going. We're going with this. We're this going with it. Here. Hey, don't look so good, man. No one's watching the strippers because the dice rolling <laughs> is getting way too intense. <laughs> I want some chocobo chicks. Well, Thomas, last week we survived an earthquake. And then this week you survived a tornado.
1: I did. Yeah, I did. I, and again, didn't know it was where it was.
0: Yeah, it was only like 400 feet from my house or something like that.
1: Yeah, it was like halfway between our houses or so.
0: Yeah, just down uh, the road from my house uh, right before the corner and drove past the there today uh, to the go on lunch and pick up some Chipotle. And I was like, man, there's a lot of fucking trees and shit down here. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a couple fences down here. Shit's everywhere. Oh tornado touchdown in oakwood that touched
1: down in cuyahoga county <laughs> yeah Interesting. I, all, all i saw like i didn't again i didn't look at the um at the article but i, I was like oh it, it, okay cool there was a tornado that touched down in, in cuyahoga county I'm not cool but it touched down in cuyahoga county and i heard the sirens go off but nothing was all that bad over by my house like wasn't really raining all that much or doing anything all that crazy
0: yeah i don't know what it was like here because i was in pennsylvania but thankfully it touched down not 400 feet from my house it's an underestimate it's probably like four football fields away but still it, it was pretty close to my house like just a block over so i'm happy it touched down there and not over here when i couldn't get all the kitties into the basement yeah yeah. So that worked out very well. Mm-hmm. That that it did. That it did. You didn't get. Uh, they didn't get uh, pulled away into into Oz. No, no, no one got pulled away into Oz, and it was supposed to flash flood all around here in Pennsylvania, and it didn't even fucking rain hardly in Pennsylvania in comparison it, to what we expected.
1: Yeah, it didn't rain it quite quite what I was expecting it to rain. I mean, we had a couple of downpours here and there, but it really wasn't consistent enough to create any flooding that I would think of. I mean, even even over, over by my work we have the the canal that runs through down there and you can, it's flooded a couple of times. And in the past it's flooded real bad, but even like going to work this morning, you could see where there was probably some like minor flooding, but not, like anything near as bad as what, is what i was expecting
0: yeah apparently south of here flooded a little bit more like grandpa's cheese barn almost went underwater oh
1: no yeah not grandpa's
0: th- cheese barn the cheese would have all been ruined gotten <laughs> even moldier <laughs> and uh, maybe you don't know maybe you like, could get like a good gorgonzola from that
1: i was like, like i wonder if that adds if that mold would add a better flavor or something yeah i
0: don't know i don't know that i'd try it but i'm sure someone out there would try it yeah do we have any uh cheese tasting testers out there who'd like to try some moldy cheese that we leave soaking in water right yeah i don't think i heard a I, yes no oh. if, if i did contact us well, we'll find i a think if you
1: heard a yes you should contact a therapist this is this is probably true those
0: voices in my head only answer me every once in a while but okay yeah. not today not today not all right today. that's good
1: that's good well other than surviving a tornado <laughs> how have you been thomas been all right uh one of my cousins graduated from high school so we went to a graduation party couldn't cut grass lots of rain couldn't kinda, cut grass. No. No grass cutting. No grass cutting.
0: I mean, that's probably a smart thing. I know a lot of people who tend to try to cut grass after it's rained, and then you just get the ruts in your yard.
1: Yeah, the ruts and all the clumping, and it's not It's not a fun time.
0: Yeah, it's like, why would I even try that? Now my yard's going to look fucked up for like three months.
1: Yeah. I got through the first three episodes of DLC for Assassin's Creed, so oh. now I'm moving on to the second set, so I'm moving into Atlantis and all the shenanigans that happened there. I, I bought the chess clock, so we'll have a chess clock for future 40k games so how many hours are we gonna play hour and a half each for turns or uh or yeah for yeah timing? for time well yeah if you're doing well 2000 point is supposed to be an hour and a half a piece of so three hours we usually play less so we'd probably adjust that that depends sometimes we've definitely played more oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I was just like as far as points wise we we're usually uh, under 2,000. Oh, okay. I thought you meant time-wise. Oh no, Time-wise, we've definitely played more. Okay, I, I was play. thinking you meant I time-wise. Thinking, I was thinking like the, the points to time ratio that, that it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay. Um, now I understand. Yeah, yeah This is uh, it should be for 2,000 point armies, so 4,000 points total is three hour game time, so split in half, hour and a mm-hmm. half. We usually play less, so I assume adjustments mm-hmm. will be made. I'd like to try yeah. that out for Blood Bowl. I mean, yeah, I can lend, loan it to you. It's the up and down one, so you'll be able to count up nice. like you wanted. Yeah, my only
0: problem is trying it out with because everybody in this new league or okay. at our conference, our uh, East Side conference, is newer to the game or hasn't played in a league before, so I wouldn't want to bust that out with them. Right. But, like, my game on Thursday took, like, three hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and, well, So the reason I got this is not that we're really playing any um, tournaments, like, real tournaments or anything, but it's to kind of force myself to play faster faster <laughs> to, to work on that like okay so you know these things put it into action you're you're being timed now well i'll just stand on the other side of the table and say faster Tom, faster oh faster please never <laughs> never what that wouldn't encourage you to go faster no oh okay no not not you no oh. not you i don't think you could do that for me <laughs> probably not <laughs> i hope not actually would <laughs> uh, be really weird if i did Uh, from all my experiences sammy i would say you're definitely not my type oh okay good to know (laughs) i mean i knew you like blondes
0: and and, it kind of still a blonde and so it scared me for a little bit
1: yeah yeah but you got the facial hair that that's i don't need the 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 tickling between my legs or my my balls or (laughs) what i just don't need that no neither do i i don't need your (laughs) tickling on my face exactly so uh yeah so did that and then i bought some paints Last week, because the the contrast paints were out, and they had a pretty decent sale, saved myself like twenty bucks. And then I bought something else. Oh um, no! You a did a thing. I did a thing. What thing did you do? Uh, so I will get into more of this in the news corner stuff. But during E three, there were some announcements made. Uh oh. One said announcement was for a particular remake of a Final Fantasy Seven. Uh huh. And then they were showing off the the special editions oh and they were like oh hey look here's the deluxe edition and then they're like boom first class edition and i was like i have to have that so essentially you got another ps4 no okay i basically bought two statues and got a game for free oh interesting uh 330 (laughs) dollars Well, I'm glad you got the game for free, <laughs> right? I was like, because so it's a through their Kai Arts Studio, which does some pretty badass statues. For a while, they had some uh, some DC characters like Batman and Green Lantern, and maybe Superman was on there too. And there were some pretty badass statues. In this case, you have Cloud and his motorcycle combo pack model set, and I was I wanted it. And, that sounds pretty cool. And so I bought it. Uh, to be fair, I have until like the game comes out March third. And I won't get charged until it ships, so like end of February, I got to come up with that money. Well, oh, I got time. Me. Yeah, you got time. Lots of time. It wasn't like it took it out right away, but yeah, I was. I I've never spent that much on a fucking collector's edition in my life, and I hope to never do that again. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I definitely <laughs> haven't. You have me beat there.
0: I've known people who've spent more money on less things. Yeah. So I think you're okay.
1: I was gonna say there's like uh, I think there might be a soundtrack disc in there. There's art book and some uh dlc summons three dlc summons that are involved and then the steel book i mean it's a fair amount it's not just the game but so there's summons that you can't get unless you bought this i don't know i mean there's a chance there's a solid chance that those summons would not be in in your inventory well one of them you can get you can get one by pre-purchasing which is a uh like a chocobo chick summon or something like that i want some chocobo chicks and then the the next one is a Carbuncle uh summon, which you can get in the deluxe edition. And then I think mine also has a cactar uh summon, which you can only get in the first class edition. Okay. Um so again get the cactar. They might end up selling it wouldn't really wouldn't surprise me if they ended up selling them for like three, four bucks a piece. Yeah they've done stuff like that before and it's not really like game breaking i I sure god hope they're not game breaking carbuncle is usually like here's reflect and status buffs is what carbuncle usually does i have no idea what the chuckle chick's gonna do i'm assuming it's gonna heal um because it's not the fat chuckle so it's not falling out out of the sky and uh the cactar cactars are usually known for doing like a thousand damage or ten thousand damage so that's a good amount of damage i hope uh yeah that would be a lot of damage i sure hope that that's not the case first thing in the game because that would be game breaking (laughs) that would be that would be for sure uh but yeah i mean they didn't really detail what those summons will do they just say hey here's some summon materials and they show off like artwork for the summons that'll be interesting to see what you actually get yeah uh, I, if you don't know, I'm super fucking stoked for the game. <laughs> I, I was going to say, so how big are these
0: statues? Are they, like, half your size? Oh, God, I'll have to, uh, give me a minute, I'll pull I that I hope up. they're not, like, miniature size, like your tyrannids. Uh, no, I don't think they're quite that bad. Okay, because that would be the, the worst, or the most money, money I've ever seen anybody spend on a small model, <laughs> you know, in <laughs> that case. Actually, yeah, no, it would be the most money I've seen on a small model, if it was... More hammer size. <laughs> now, these are like six foot tall, like stoneworked no. etchings. Stand no. outside of your dominion. That'd not, be great too. Definitely not that. Just put it at the end of your driveway or you and your brother's driveway since they're
1: kind of one. Cloud, uh, his width, and this is going to, you'll have to do the uh, conversion if you want to. The width is 96 millimeters, his depth is 48 millimeters. And his height is 267 millimeters. Got no clue how big that is. All right, uh, here let's let's. I guess we'll do the conversion then.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it's uh, probably bigger than my hand. I was gonna say something else, but it could have been inappropriate. I'm trying to like convert 28 millimeter base sizes in my head. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you there, buddy? Uh not well. I'm putting like two forty millimeter bases next to each other and then putting like a, a one twenty eight. <laughs> like, oh well that would be a hundred and eight
1: millimeters. Alright, so his width will be three point seven eight inches is mm-hmm. what we'll call that. The depth is one point nine inches. And then for his height, ten and a half inches. Okay. Yep. He's
0: big. or er, than my hand. Yeah. Or my finger.
1: So so the bike. Oh, and he'll he'll weigh uh, about four hundred grams. I almost thought you were about to say pounds. <laughs> that's <laughs> the densest fucking model ever. No, I assume they're made out of PVC. Are yeah, I'm painted. Yes, they should be painted. Okay, so you don't have to paint them. No, that's beautiful. Then. <laughs> no, these I'm paying, but for what I'm paying for these motherfuckers, I sure hope I ain't got to paint them. <laughs> I would <laughs> hope so. Uh, and so then the you look at uh,
0: the Grand Castilian Knights and shit, and they cost around that <laughs> price point. Yeah, and yeah. How to
1: paint them? So the bike, it, its width is six point one four inches. The depth is sixteen point eight inches. It's a big fucking bike compared to the dude. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's it's kind of badass. Not gonna lie, the bike's height is six nine inches this bike is bigger than this dude pretty much <laughs> it's a badass looking bike though <laughs> and it'll weigh approximately 1500 grams oh, 1500 pounds that's, that's
0: yes insane
1: it's actually like an, a real bike at that yeah. point yeah yeah but yeah so i, I did that that's what i did <laughs> you did a thing I, I saw and i was like i was hemming and hawing i was like should i shouldn't i probably shouldn't i was like fuck it i just going to put it on my credit card I was like, and I saw I'm like, oh cool, they're not gonna charge me until March? Sweet, I'll Perfect. have the money.
0: <laughs> that works. Makes so, me feel much better about buying planes.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, one plane, then I got two. Right. I'm like, I got fucking models, uh little statue model things I'm gonna put up on my uh <laughs> like on a shelf or something mm-hmm. just to display because they're so cool. Just get a, a shadow box,
0: build a shadow box and yes. paint paint a background with your new painting skills that are gonna be
1: up and coming uh-huh, yeah yeah yeah. my new painting school i'll like, totally do that fucking uh do myself uh a starry night background there oh, we go yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly you can get it
0: done you can yeah, do it that, yeah, definitely. because i mean model painting to 2d painting one to one it's a great oh yeah movie.
1: yeah it's uh, yeah i mean obviously Geez, sam what, what do you mean like it's definitely not that hard to just regular paint not at all not through. at all yeah <laughs> so so yeah, that's uh, that's about what I did. I mean, we played a game of Kill Team. That, that uh, we did a very interesting game of Kill Team. Yes, the Kill correct team.
0: way to play Kill Team, <laughs> that one would say. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: one would, one would say that the real
0: rules were used. I <laughs> it played different. Yeah, it did <laughs> things happen <laughs> and things didn't happen because we charged each other. <laughs> right, right. Um, how did you feel about that? I liked it. My orcs felt
1: better than they had in the past except for your wound rolls (laughs) yes so these dice i have never rolled so many high dice in my life
0: yeah and and that, that was one of the things that was part of the rules that the person who killed the model not the person who owns the model rolls the injury yeah uh and so well, I guess it's not killed until after you rolled an injury, but so you were rolling those and then I couldn't use my command points on them. So anytime you rolled a six, it was guaranteed my fucker was off the field.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, if, if I used my re-roll earlier in that shooting or fighting phase. You can't use I can't, it again. I can't use it again. Very true. But yeah, so, the, so what I said last podcast now makes sense to you, right? That it does. That it does. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It plays nice. I like it. It definitely p- seems to play faster too because there's not a lot of back and forth of I'm charging you. I'm retreating. I'm charging you. I'm retreating again. I'm charging you again. Okay. Maybe I'm at the end of the board so you can't charge me anymore <laughs> and I can't retreat anymore.
1: Right. Right. There's yeah, a lot of that. A lot of, oh, well, okay. I'm going to shoot overwatch. Now I'm just going to pull out because it's my, my turn and, and you charged me and I get to move now. Plus you don't want to have a kid. You got to pull out. Right. Right. I mean, I'd rather you you stay in, so that way my tyrannids can devour you. I do not want to stay inside you. No, you. Well, my I want you to stay inside my Tyranids, not me. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. I think I don't know. <laughs> those are those are very teethy. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be worse.
0: <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> with a ten foot pole. <laughs> that way you don't get it close.
1: Yeah, uh, they have their ways. Yeah, they still make it. But yeah, it, was, it definitely moves a lot. I honestly, even with like us standing there like looking at the books and going back and forth on stuff and then saying no way didn't it say this and we go and find it in the book uh i feel like the game still went faster than most of our other ones yeah it was definitely streamlined in that way i mean we had to correct ourselves on what we were doing a
0: couple of times but yeah once we knew what we were doing it just fell into place
1: definitely i look forward to doing that again but with my tyranids so that way i will be on the other end of the charging and you will try to eat my face i will yeah. i don't like it i definitely feel bad for any of your imperial guys that go against my death guards with the flail uh, they'll Especially just kill them before they get to them. that's what you think
0: oh that's <laughs> what i know yeah there's disgustingly resilient. i'll just start bringing multi meltas.
1: <laughs> it's gonna
0: suck 2d6 <laughs> highest damage in your face yeah
1: that would suck it would it would
0: suck a lot <laughs> Although, I'll, ta- I'll just take all plasmas and overcharge them every time. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I did to you. <laughs> that's it exactly what you did. I could overcharge this plasma. Negative three AP, two damage. Okay, well, there goes my Terminator orc. <laughs> Sorry. I'll charge this one, too. Oh,
1: there goes your other orc. Yep. Huh. It turned into a green puddle of goop on the ground. Yeah, it did. I uh, definitely melted your your works pretty pretty fast with that wasn't expecting that to happen and then the one time I didn't over I didn't supercharge it uh, was on an overwatch and I was like hey, it really doesn't make sense uh, to supercharge this here if I'm not gonna do one. that and that was the only time I rolled the one exactly <laughs> it should have been the time you used it <laughs> it should have it should have been the only time you used it <laughs> Uh, that would have sucked. I would have lost the fucking model out of that one. But yeah, that was it. Was it was definitely interesting. Look forward to doing a little bit more of that to get those repetitions with the the actual rules down.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: But yeah, uh, other than that kind of stuff, what else did you do? I mean, you uh, you went to Pennsylvania, you said. Oh yeah, I went to Pennsylvania. But before then, before we played Kill Team, I got in that Blood Bowl game. Yeah,
0: yeah. against the uh, current leader of my conference and his fucking elven union fuck boys <laughs> though i i love elves and i hate them at the same time i understand why everybody hated playing me and elves because <laughs> they just do everything you need them to do like literally the first half of the game this dude did not use one of his fucking rerolls and he had four of them jesus everything just worked out because they have great agility and he didn't need to re-roll his block dice or anything, but it was a great fucking game. Like, he got past me within the first four turns and scored. And then I got the ball almost all the way to his end zone and beat on a bunch of his guys. Didn't score, but that was okay because I kicked off to him first so that I could beat up a shit ton of his guys. And I knocked, like, five or six out in the first half and put them in, uh, well, I killed one of them. And then I caused one to miss next game. And then I put three or four of them in the dugout for being knocked out for the drive. And then only like one of them came in, back in for the second half push. And so I knocked out a bunch more of them. He literally had, I think, seven guys off in his dugout uh, for being knocked out or dead. And then I ran the ball down the field and I'd used a bunch of my rerolls at this point. But there was only five of his guys on field or four of his guys on field. So I felt really good about everything. And then I was like, ah, well, I don't need those re-rolls anyway. And I started doing my go for it, which when you go for it, you move one extra square and all you need to not roll is a one. Guess what I started rolling?
1: Ones? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I I got my ball carry into position because I was going to go throw him on the end zone and I was going to stall. I was going to stall the game because when you're playing a slower team against a faster team that can score within two turns, they might only have four guys on the field, but if they get past you, they can score within two turns no matter what who those guys on the field are. So I was like, well, it's a valid tactic to stall. He's been following me. It's going to be a valid tactic to stall. So I put the guy on the end zone right before the uh, line of not scrimmage because that's where you start with the ball, but the line of the touchdown line. Okay. not One line because I know okay. my sports ball real well. <laughs> And uh, I was like, okay, so I'm going to surround him with guys so that the only way he cannot knock me into the end zone is by killing all the guys around him and then uh, charging my guy. So most likely, if he would have done anything, he would have pushed my guy into the end zone. Well, unfortunately, i trying to get guys over there to box him in. They fell on the ground and... Then my opponent got to go, and it was like turn six or turn five of the second half out of eight. And he got a push on uh, my guy and pushed him into his end zone. So we drew the game there. But he still had four turns to be able, or three turns to be able to try to score. And he got one more score in before the end of the game. But man, it was that of a good fucking game. We went back and forth. We were talking. We were bullshitting. And it was just a really good fucking match, and those L's suck. Yeah. (laughs) Because they specifically, their catchers have this thing called Nerves of Steel that no matter how many guys are around them, they don't get negatives for picking up the ball, catching the ball, or anything. So you could literally just throw these guys in the middle of the enemy. They can snipe and grab the ball out of the air and then dodge out and run into the end zone. And that happened to me. <laughs> so I lost 2-1, to one, but it was a really good loss, if that makes sense. I leveled up one guy. Okay. Uh, a couple other guys are about to be leveled up, so I'm going to have another situation where i got to just toss the ball to a couple people next game and then let those guys level up. Then I think if that happens, I'll have six total people on my team leveled up about nice. halfway through the season. So feeling good about that. I'm 50-15 standings right now, and I think I'm officially still either in second or tied for second in the league because everybody else got one uh, win, one draw, one loss type deal, or one win, two losses. And so I I think I'm still up there in the top three for sure. So we'll see how the rest of week four went and see where I'm at after that, and uh, we'll see how the Lichhaven Lurkers go forward for the second half of their season. Good luck. Oh, yeah. I'll need it. I will need it after uh after the elves showed me down i'm like this this could be this was one of the best games every game i've said that about almost this entire (laughs) season's like that was one of the best games of blood bowl i played and they each keep getting better and i looked at the tim and i was like we're probably gonna fucking play each other in the playoffs like if we keep on playing this well we're gonna play each other in the playoffs and it's gonna be a fucking insane game hopefully i see you there (laughs) but yeah he also actually wants to play some kill team and uh Get us together at uh, his buddy's house, play some Kill Team, play some Blood Bowl, and it's like, oh yeah, we got a good friends group. You guys are really cool people. I've been uh, running into him and his other buddy Tom's in the uh, Blood Bowl group, and I'm like, you're really good people, so yeah, have no problem coming to your garage and playing some Kill Team. You know, it's like not like we're going there and doing some crack and <laughs> blow and strippers and all that. So right, right, sounds like a good old time. Although Kill Team and strippers, Sammy. Kill Team and strippers. I mean. <laughs> That would be an interesting one. I I, I don't know what the stripper's involvement would be. I don't know either. But uh, that could could be very interesting. (laughs) A bachelor party. A a nerd's bachelor party. That's 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 what it is. Basically. And then no one's watching the strippers because the dice rolling is getting way (laughs) too intense. (laughs) They're not even watching us today. Yeah, yeah. They're just looking at those dice. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, other than that, I, I went to Pennsylvania And we went backpacking to this uh, trail that me, Brian, and Evan hadn't backpacked on in like three years about probably last time was 2015 2016 and in the middle of the summer we originally did it as a 2-day trip and it was a 24-mile trail but we were going to like oh there's Indian trail in the middle of it let's cut it in half cuz the second half of the trail had most the uh, hills that we really wanted to work on or I wanted to work on and Evan did so that we could kind of prep for Iceland so I way overweighted my fucking pack I took like two sleeping shelters I yeah. took my axe and I'm not taking To Iceland, I took six key forge decks. I took more food than I needed. I I just had too much shit on me, but I wanted to be prepared for Iceland. I also had my winter gear for like if it got too cold and everything because I wanted to try to simulate the amount of weight that I'd be carrying uphill for Iceland. And I forgot that I never went and replaced my uh, trekking poles. So I had no trekking poles either to like stabilize myself going uphill or to give me that like third leg for going uphill and really help give a push going up. Yeah. So, uh, actually wasn't the only thing cause I forgot. <laughs> we get like two hours, it's four hours to there and we get like two hours away from Cleveland and I'm like, shit. Cause I just go through my head of what I have in my pack and make sure I mentally pack everything. I'm like, you know what guys? I left my pack cover in the basement of my house, drying out still from last trip. <laughs> we need to stop and get some uh, garbage bags. <laughs> so I went and got some industrial garbage bags that I could cut <laughs> holes into for the uh, the arms, arms yeah. and then put them through. It's so what I used to do before I had a pack cover. So I was like, ah, that's, that's what it I'll works. do again. And I, I didn't want to do what Bex did and not have one, especially because right. I had Keyforge decks in there and everything. <laughs> fair, enough, fair enough. And though they were in dry bags, my dry bags are really old, and I'm already going to just get more for Iceland, so I don't have to worry about them. But I was like, yeah, let, let's just get that. So I, I got a garbage bag to put in there, and I put all my gear in the garbage bag, in my backpack, and then I put back or a garbage bag over the backpack, too. Evan ended up buying some, two decks of Keyforge while we were there, and Brian got more intrigued by Keyforge. <laughs> throughout the course of this trip (laughs) before getting to camp and playing Key Forge we went and took that side trail off the top of the MST going over I can't remember what this mountain was called but we were on the MST at the top of this mountain after like a thousand foot climb and then we go down Indian Trail and then you hit this uh, little road that's just like a fucking forest road in between the two mountains that we were going to be hiking because the two mountains pretty much parallel each other one on the north one on the south and you hike the MST on the north one and the Brush Ridge trail and south one and use interconnecting trails so that indian trail interconnecting trail we find it at the top of the mst mountain and we're like oh well uh this looks rather overgrown extremely overgrown and this sucks because uh we are I, I had already found like seven ticks on me at that point and i was leading so it was, makes sense that i had the most ticks on me but i was like yep throwing on my uh legs for my pants and then i fucking put my socks up over my pants and i'm like shit well if i found seven ticks going on the normal trail we're gonna find a lot of ticks going through this completely overgrown uh laurel bush and just nasty area to get whacked in the face with a bunch of twigs yeah so i had to climb down the mountain going through that eventually it turned in back into a trail again we hit the road enter the road where it says Indian Trail is, and then quickly figure out that there's no more trail. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just not there. Like, there was no blazes, or at least blazes going down the trail that was completely overgrown. But then there's a sign saying Indian Trail in this way, and then just nothing. And we're like, okay, well, we got to go, like, up that way over the ridge and down the ridge. And so we did that found this little road that seemed to be on the map and then followed a trail that was on that. So we follow that trail over and thinking it's going to take us to the Brush Ridge Trail or Spruce Mountain Road. And we get to a road. We get to a logging road and we're like, OK, well, this must be our road. It didn't seem to we should be hitting it exactly yet. But, well, we got to take a right on this and the right takes us to go west. So let's keep walking this. We keep walking. it. we keep walking it. We keep walking it. We get to the end. Of this logging road the end of this like logged area and it hits woods again and we're like shit there's no trail here like <laughs> there's a bunch of blue blazes but they don't mean shit and then there's like a blue a blaze and an arrow on a tree pointing south and we're like well we don't need to go south because we're on the north mountain our car is to the north and we can see the mountain that we're paralleling and where the valley goes down and i'm like well we know we need to get into that valley and go up the mountain so we know northwest is our direction But we had no clue where the trail was at. So Brian turns on his phone with GPS and was able to get GPS signal to locate about where we're at. And it it put us where we thought we were, around the Otter Gap area on the Brush Ridge Trail. And then so we descended into Otter Gap and found some signs that said Otter Gap Trail and a hunting cabin, which makes sense for the description of the trail. And then so we should have went like northwest. But then... it just didn't make sense because we got to the bottom of this hill and then all of a sudden we would have had to take a right or a left but left went south more and right went west more and we're like we thought we were already like going west why would right go west more we we don't know what happened but we took the right and then somehow it seems that we circled around the area where you're at without realizing that we circled because me and Brian usually have a pretty damn good sense of direction (laughs) and we're both standing there like what the fuck happened (laughs)
1: we i'm just I'm, we shouldn't I'm, I'm be south of where we're at i'm picturing like uh old cartoons where you, like you they just make the quick cuts and the next thing you know they're just walking around one big fucking rock pretty much until someone realizes that no those are our footprints that we're following <laughs> yeah pretty much that's what it felt like
0: <laughs> but it was all exciting at the time because like we're standing on the top of that little ridge where the uh the logging ended and it's like well we have no trail but we know we need to be down in that little valley northwest so let's just go down and so we were bushwhacking then we get to that trail and then we find the other trail and we're like well i guess we got to go right and evan seemed to remember that we had to go right there so it seemed that we had been there before but it's been three years i don't remember every fucking trail especially in pennsylvania because they all seem the same right so we went right and then somehow we ended up going i don't know if we went south more or whatever but then we climbed a hill again and then we got to the top of the hill and hit this other trail That wasn't supposed to be on, like, our consecutive circuit. And we're like, what the fuck? And we go up it, and then we hit the Chestnut Trail, which was a trail we thought we just left. So somehow, we got off the Chestnut Trail, and then back to the Chestnut Trail, but possibly to the south of where we were at? (laughs) It was really confusing. (laughs) And so we did probably like five more miles, than we needed to do maybe that day, maybe four more miles. <laughs> Eventually, figured out where we were at, found where we're at, made it back to the part of the Chestnut Trail
1: we were supposed to be on, and made camp and played some key forge. <laughs> so, uh, I, before we move on to that portion of it, you obviously you said you overpacked because you're trying to prepare mm-hmm. for Iceland. What was your feel at that point? Like, you like are you feeling good? Like, I'm probably going to be be set for this uh, Iceland trip or like, Oh, I'm definitely going to be set for the ice cream okay. trip. I, think. I, I was definitely more
0: exhausted. Like, I was in the rear of the uh, the pack most of the time going uphill. A couple of times I wasn't, but I was just taking it slow and nice, especially because I didn't have my uh, poles, my trekking poles, to give me more stability going uphill. Yeah. And, like, that third leg. But I felt really good about it. I was getting tired out, but it was one of those things I was like, I set my own pace. I didn't make myself go faster on that pace. I'd get to the top of the hill. I'd be tired as fuck. But as soon as I started walking on level ground, I'd, re-energize again okay because we actually didn't take any breaks except to look at the map or take a piss too so we probably did like 12 to 15 to 16 to maybe 17 miles in five hours or so or maybe four hours without taking any breaks so i felt really good about the conditioning wise that's good yeah and uh the next day was when we had the 1500 foot climb over the course of two and a half miles yeah felt really good about that too okay Yeah, then me and Evan played some Keyforge. He uh, tossed me one of his decks that he bought, so we played a sealed match. He got a pretty good uh, deck, the Eggman deck. It was something about Eggman. Then I played his Princess deck, because it was something about a princess. Princess deck, not the greatest, but the Eggman deck seems pretty good. And then Brian played Evan. Uh, Evan switched decks, and then me and Brian played each other. And... He's wondering if we can get a formula key started up. <laughs> He's like, "God damn it! I think I'm going to go out and buy a few <laughs> decks until I get a
1: good deck." So that's that's, that's the that's the best part about this is he uh, can't go out. I mean, you could you could still go out and buy like go to probably find someone selling like, oh yeah, here's this deck. But you can't buy individual cards. You have, exactly. to, buy, like, you have to find someone selling the exact deck that you want. Which good luck. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Good luck, but yeah, so that was a good time uh, playing Keyforge through the night, waiting for it to hopefully not rain, and then it actually didn't rain. It was supposed to rain at like eight o'clock, and we were able to play Keyforge till like ten thirty or so. Nice, so it was pretty good. So I'm still happy I got my card sleeves, and gonna be taking more cards out into the backwoods. Brian's like, I think I might buy a second theme deck of the theme deck I already have, so I can start taking Pokemon cards in the woods. I'm like, dude, yeah, this is a great thing to sit around the campfire and do. I'm down for it. Yeah, so. Yeah, we uh we might
1: have a formula key starting because Brian was like, "You think we could get Alex into this?" Oh, we definitely could. I keep I keep you know waving that that crab deck in, in front in of his him. face. Yeah, yeah, I got a crab deck, Alex. And Brian's like, "Well, I know if I get into this, Bex is gonna get into
0: it." So <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So I mean, there'd be me, you, uh, Evan. If Brian did it, Bex, Brian. Alex if Alex joins in. Mm-hmm. Alan. Alan. So we we have a good we have a good card base to be able to hold our own events or yeah. just have a formula event and play all the card games. Right. Or something like that.
1: Formula TCG. Formula
0: <laughs> TCG. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a fun, exciting backpacking trip. I always enjoy being lost without being fully lost because like we knew we were north of the road that if we hit a road we could signal a car and be like hey we need to hitchhike back to our car like no matter where we go in Pennsylvania it's not that bad of a deal there's roads around there's crazy stuff like it might have to get over some crazy terrain to get somewhere but we're never in dire situations where oh my god if one of us dies we're all gonna die it's yeah. like okay no leave the body there real quick and then we'll go get <laughs>
1: help and we'll be back <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, but yeah so that was a good time yeah i look forward to more backpacking more key forge playing more kill team too actually yeah i i almost wanted to tell evan to bring some kill team models on the on the trail but if it was gonna rain all weekend and i was already mm-hmm. carrying extra shit yeah i didn't want to like bring a five-man kill team wrapped in foam and all that
1: <laughs> yeah fair enough i'm i'm excited to do more of the kill team to to get that set and and to get the idea of like because like you said you're playing your your orcs and you realize your orcs aren't quite as bad as what you initially had thought because of the way we're playing and i have a feeling i'll be thinking the same thing with my tyranids oh most likely so especially considering my tyranids shoot better than your orcs oh no not by much but a little bit (laughs) they they do just a little bit (laughs) just by, by a little bit i think yeah, most of my stuff hits on fours. You have a couple threes, but mostly fours. You
0: hit fifty percent of the time. I hit thirty-three percent of the time. <laughs> exactly.
1: But yeah, I think it'll it'll definitely change my mind of like, okay, I don't mind playing my tyranids But like I said last week, it may change how I play my tyranids just so I don't ruin somebody else's fun by creating a smash point and not just letting them play. <laughs> Tom, the fun ruiner. Right. I mean, you know, I do that from time to time. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it happens it's all good <laughs> um, but you have that competitive streak that i want to beat <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why even if you steal the fun it's like no it's good because i can fucking i could use that to make
1: myself better yeah i don't mind being competitive and and, and you know i know i'm not gonna win everything but i'll do competitive things and see what happens and sometimes even when i, I make fun lists they, they're still competitive and crazy in their own way that's some of the coolest stuff
0: to at least find out with kill team and, and and any i guess army building game where you just throw something together and you're like wait that fucking worked yeah like that's viable <laughs> i gotta play this against someone else and make sure the same fluke
1: right right i can agree with agree with what you're saying though uh playing a little bit more of, of some of the games we've been doing uh maybe try out this whole apocalypse thing would we'll mm. try out all the apocalypse <laughs> I got nothing else. If you would like to, we can go to the news. You mean the E3 Corner? For the most part, yeah. It's pretty much E3 Corner this week. Oh, 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 oh. E3. E3. No, that really didn't work. I'm
0: trying to fucking change it up. No,
1: got nothing there. (laughs) All right. uh, So before we jump to E3 News, I want to make sure everyone knows if you're looking to be a little charitable over the next couple of weeks, starting June 23rd through the 30th. So that's this coming Sunday to the Sunday following. GDQ is putting on their Summer Games Done Quick 2019 event. The charity that the Summer Games puts towards is Doctors Without Borders. If you watch it, you'll get to see some amazing speedrunners just absolutely destroy some of your favorite games from your childhood. It's it's insane. I've always wanted to see
0: someone just take that fucking SNES Batman game and just fucking hit it with a hammer. I mean, they don't hit it with a hammer, but they, they've they decimated that game before. I was going to say, and that was one of the <laughs> hardest fucking games on the SNES, from what I understand, and of course, one of the first games I ever got for it, when my sister got a SNES. Right. So it was Batman, and then I couldn't get past the second level, and I was like, fuck this game.
1: So, uh, here, let me give you a couple, we'll just run through a couple games real quick. So, um, their opening game, they're going to do the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. So, you can see the the trilogy of Spyro games um, in HD. They have Portal Two. They've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three, The Manhattan Project, Super Mario Brothers Two, Donkey Kong Country Two, Kirby uh, Nightmare and Dreamland, Sonic Generations, p- probably one of many Zelda games, the Minish Cap they'll be doing, Blaster Master, Blaster Master, Metroid, Contra Three. Oh, they'll be doing Titanfall Two. There's another one that, Metro Prime Two Echoes. It looks like Wednesday they're gonna have an ocarina of time family feud (laughs) so yeah they started doing this weird thing where they have like crazy they'll do like competitive like ones where they have multiple people running the same game or they'll do other antic based things it gets really cool it's definitely something fun to watch uh they do their own mario maker set at one point at least they usually do a mario maker set so they'll get like groups of people The sometimes again they'll do it Either like one person running through it or uh, teams of people running through it. So if you die, you have to hand it off to your next teammate and they have to try. And then you cycle through until someone makes it through the level. And these are incredibly difficult levels.
0: I like that idea.
1: Might have to borrow that for the Mario Maker party next week. Definitely. Yeah, but it is a fucking blast. Like watching these guys run through and tear apart these games. Like you'll get to see someone do Mega Man 3 in approximately 39 seconds. Oh. I'm sorry, 39 minutes. I'm I was wrong. gonna say, how was, do you do at, that in 39 seconds? Yeah, uh, there's some. You can. There's a, a trick to Mario, to Super Mario World, um, in the first <laughs> level. If you can get the right items, do the right things, you do this thing with the ca- with the the memory cache in on the game. You'll basically within like 30 seconds. I, I think it's less than that now. Uh, I think it's a lot less than that. But it, whatever it is, you'll be able to within seconds beat the entire game. That's crazy because it it does something with the memory and then it automatically thinks that you're at the end of the game and just shows you the credits. Damn, Done. It's crazy. Um, one of the other things they run is the Tazbot section, which Tazbot is a it's a basically it's a computer program that they run that does that that assists with speed speed runs, but in this case it does it all on its own. Like it's a program that they set up that does just ridiculous things and like breaks apart games. It'll go from playing one game, turn it into a different game and then finish that speed run in a different game. It's crazy. Uh, it's, but it's really cool. And that's more of a technical thing. And then uh breath of the breath of the wild. They're going to do that in 35 minutes. Oh no. On uh Friday. So again, they go through a bunch of different games. You'll see all kinds of stuff. Definitely worthwhile. They've raised a shit ton of money for, for, um, Doctors Without Borders in the past, and I'm excited to see them do it again. Always good. From here, let's move into some E3 esque news stuff that that came out of E3 at least, not video game related. A popular streamer that by the name of Doctor Disrespect learned that being disrespectful doesn't really pay. Yeah, we've heard about him before. Yes, we have. So once again, he is getting banned from Twitch. We'll see if this one sticks.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like he walked into a bathroom and walked out without a Twitter channel. Yeah, twitch channel
1: twitch channel yeah so he he went he was doing a, an irl stream so a real life stream and kind of going around doing his stick or whatever and then uh, he apparently decided he was walking to the bathroom and his camera person followed him and from what i've read he did that not once but multiple times and you can see various people in there going to the bathroom and whatnot man does that break actual laws yeah i was gonna say that that's actually pretty illegal yeah so uh but yeah, they they banned him from Twitch, they revoked his E3 pass after that and stuff like they like they, they came down on him but because of his massive following in the past, he has been banned and then been uh reinstated. So we'll see if this one sticks. I really hope it sticks. It sure sure as fuck should stick after doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's just common sense. That's not like, oh, he made a mistake. Like that's a common sense thing. You don't take a camera into the bathroom. Yeah, it, it
0: it's it's dumb. Like it, you already are right in the spotlight for doing dumb shit. So why are you just going to continue doing even worse of dumb shit and get banned? Right. Like there goes
1: your money. Right. Uh, he used. I think he used to be a game developer or something too. But yeah, I, I can't. It's just mind-boggling. Remember, kids, don't take your phones into the bathroom and record. Right. Other things that m- them while you take a shit. Bro, okay. All right. Uh, yeah,
0: everybody reads their phone they while do, I, take a they
1: shit. do. I, I play i play games on my phone when i take a shit that's it, it's true but other other mind-boggling things or at least to some people that might be mind-boggling square enix doesn't know where all of its old games are they've lost them in the they, great beyond they they aren't being specific about what games may or may not be lost at one point in time we there was a a thought that final fantasy 8 may have been one of those games but they're releasing a remastered final fantasy 8 but kingdom hearts they had actually lost that code for a while they had to for the the remaster of that they had to go in and recode stuff that's crazy they didn't have everything some other games they had to pull from certain ports like they shared rights with nintendo and nintendo nintendo gave them that code and so when you go to play it another for other systems it might say like presented by nintendo that's crazy they don't have any <laughs> offline backup well think about it like a lot of this or stuff like i should say yeah but a lot of this stuff was in the 80s and nobody was really thinking about like these games are going to stick around forever it was more like okay cool we made this game let's move on to the next game yeah and I, how many times do you think they reused the same memory disc for a new game uh and just like deleted all the old code or stuff that just got lost in in shuffle from offices
0: I don't know. Having worked for a company that used to be around in the 80s and who still used tape backup and had offsite tape backups, it's, it's one of those things that's like, man, it's crazy that not all companies always thought about that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, back way, way back when video games were first started, I don't think many people were really thinking about it. And so there's plenty of games that have lost, lost to the, to the uh, winds of time. You could, in theory, maybe find like a fan made a port of it. And so, uh, and so you uh, you go find that ROM hack and you pull it and now you use that data. But you get things get a little sticky after you do certain things like that. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting that, that the president was like, yeah, we can't find all of our games. They're somewhere. We did get to see a little bit more of Jedi Fallen Order the, moving into the actual game news from E3. Uh, they showed off some more of the actual gameplay from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it looks like a Star Wars game. It does. It has Saw Gerrera in it.
0: It, it, it looks like, a, I guess you could say Jedi Outcasty y game because the third person beat him up, like shoot him yeah. style type deal. It, but, it looks cool. It looks Star Wars.
1: Yeah, I'd say the biggest difference between that and uh, Jedi Outcast is the fact that in this game, your Force uh, powers don't replenish uh, without you beating up on some bad guys yes yeah, so you got to beat them up beat them up beat them up, up, up but they do show they did show off some cool stuff of like slowing down time and then grabbing a, a stormtrooper and pulling him to t- towards you and then impaling him with the, the lightsaber
0: yeah and it's i mean obviously it's new and a demo but it seemed very linear the level they were in so i hope it's not quite as linear
1: as what they showed in the uh-huh. later game i'm gonna guess it's fairly linear i might have some deviation but yeah. i guess it's pretty well,
0: it'd be cool to at least see like choices of maybe go up there and attack yeah and jump down on the group of enemies or maybe just rush at them straight ahead or stuff like those type be... of choices yeah
1: that would be nice but uh, it, it is from the the group who did um titanfall and apex Legends, so i would hope that they would think about that and not just be like okay cool door opens room full of stormtroopers. Yeah. have fun <laughs> yeah i forgot
0: about that and that makes sense why i saw the wall running and all yes. that yes
1: yeah when, when i when i saw the first uh, tr- teaser trailer for the, the the game and you see him like run on a wall and then jump and run on the next wall i was like oh yeah that's right titanfall <laughs> yep but yeah
0: so it, it should be pretty interesting i have to say i like the aesthetic that the lightsabers when they hit some enemy but don't necessarily kill them. At least leave a streak of redness across their armor, like it just cut through the armor but didn't cut through all the way. Yeah. So that's a nice little tidbit they added in there because it's always lightsabers are usually pretty underwhelming in video games comparatively. Right. I, I, and right.
1: they never give the reason why. Right. Well, so they they uh, other than other than in Jedi Outcast, there was the uh, the special troopers that had the the armor that that was saber resistant that was the only one that ever really had that um, explanation that I can think of but you, we were talking about this and, and there was an article that I read about a, a guy saying like lightsabers are so underpowered in all of the games because they're when they're used in the movies they always you know cut somebody in half you somebody loses a head or you know loses half their body or an arm or something but in in uh, the games that doesn't usually happen for the exception of like jedi outcast where you could occasionally get the uh the lightsaber to cut off a hand or an arm which is always fun when then you go to like use your force powers and suddenly you're holding a hand up in, in the air and pushing it at somebody's face yeah <laughs> but it, it, from a from a gameplay aspect to make the lightsabers that powerful where it's like oh i hit you you're dead it would be so overpowered <laughs> oh yeah way overpowered it'd and then you'd have to like how God do you mode right it's like how do you how do you rebalance things at that point point? and so like the article i read was very like understanding but also you know wants to see it uh so that'd be it'd be cool if one day we get to that point but
0: one day over the rainbow where lightsabers cut off heads yes yep that's
1: what i want to see but we got to see a lot from microsoft we sure did so let's go through this list (laughs) the list so so they uh, they showed up Project Scarlet which will be their next generation Xbox console which they're using their their solid state hard drives that they're building as virtual RAM as well as like the RAM that'll be in the system that makes sense some swap space yes and they have their AMD processor and uh, it's going to be four times more powerful than Xbox X. And they'll be able to do 8K and 120 frames per second. They didn't give like a ton of details. It was more like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it was great because when they introduced it, Microsoft made a jab at themselves where they're like, so we've been listening to you guys and we heard you loud and clear when you said that you wanted a gaming system or you wanted a console that was made for gaming, you know, making fun of the fact that the original Xbox one was this supposed to be this all around uh, machine and media system. Yeah, media system. And, you know, it, gaming was an aspect of that, but it wasn't the full scope of what they were trying to do. And then in this case, they're like, we heard you loud and clear. We're going to do what you said. Um, and so they, they reassured the people that there will be a cloud based system, but there will be physical councils for people who still want physical councils. Yes. They also reassured
0: people as to why if you play Cyberpunk 2077, you should not kill animals
1: he did i missed that keanu reeves is john wick oh yeah yeah okay my bad i missed that that segue you were giving me <laughs> yeah, so in, in in cyberpunk 2077 uh keanu reeves will be showing up in the game as, as a main character it, at least it seems like a main character yep so you <laughs> won't want to kill any dogs because he might just go john wick on your ass yes dude people lost their shit when they saw him there apparently the dude who yelled out to Keanu that you're beautiful or something like that. He's got like a free key or something to Cyberpunk 2077. Like they, they hooked him up with some stuff. Because he loves Keanu? Because he was like he said something. Keanu was having a blast on that stage. Like I've never seen a presenter come out and be like this is... I take that back. There were two presenters during this E3 that came out and were like awestruck in different ways. Keanu came out like, "Holy shit, I'm here with all these crazy people who love video games, uh, and they're cheering for me, and they're all losing their shit seeing me in a video game." And then there was someone else later, which we'll get to. <laughs> Watching it was was kind of funny, like just seeing people lose their crap over it. I'm sorry, someone said that he's breathtaking, and, and he oh. said, "You're breathtaking." <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good it was a good one. Xbox Studios now is adding double fine productions to their list of game production companies that they now work with own co-own support whatever this xbox studios group is so now they own
0: psychonauts yeah which i still i I gotta go back and play that game they're making a second one yeah it was a lot of fun of a platformer but i didn't play it through all the way I, I i played it like five years after it came out and yeah. then i just dropped it for whatever reason i was going to college at the time though so okay. there, there could be plenty of reasons but it was a really <laughs> fucking fun game
1: okay i've never played it so i've always heard good things about psychonauts
0: yeah you're pretty much this kid who has telepathic powers in this fucked up world for where kids are all fucked up and have all fucked up powers and you got to go save up your fucked up world okay but it's all fucked up in a rated G sort of way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Art style was kind of like James and the Giant Peach, too. Like, very Tim burton
1: Okay. Yeah, I was, I was going to make, like, a 4G, 5G thing to, to segue to this, but I, was, I lost it. I was going to say I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. So <laughs> Xbox showed off that you'll be able to console stream, as they put it, which is basically remote play from an Xbox One Uh, starting in october and then they also showed off a little teaser for gears of uh gears 5 which will be a coming in september 10th and it has a terminator dark fate crossover which i'm assuming will be like a skin pack uh is my guess i would assume so they did show off like horde mode and stuff like that that they're playing they showed off the new redesigned elite controller series 2 which um conveniently my uh my elite controller died this weekend oh it uh, it shorted out. Interesting, your your elitist died. My elitist died. You're one percenter. Yeah, yeah. I'm back to, to to using good old regular controllers. Oh, you peasant! <laughs> the the new elite will have a charging dock in its uh, little pouch, and it'll have Bluetooth, and it'll probably be you know 180 dollars, just like the last one was. Nice. They also showed off that Sega Online RPG Final Fan or Final Fantasy sega online rpg fantasy star online 2 is finally coming to the west and it'll be on xbox one and pc i'm kind of interested in this well, it comes spring I've, 2020
0: i've always liked uh fantasy star the original uh, fantasy star online that was for the gamecube even though it wasn't really online if you owned a gamecube <laughs> right
1: good luck getting that bitch to work online uh it'll work if you did anything else to it but not really not really with an internet connection yeah uh, they showed off a new tale, a new Tales game called Tales of Arise, coming 2020. Elden Ring was also showed off, which we can't get George R. 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 Martin to write a fucking book, but he did a video game. He did a video game this time, <laughs> working with the uh, you know creators of Dark Souls. So this should be a Dark Souls meets Game of Thrones type style game. It's you know, Elden Ring. It definitely throughout the trailer very much reminded me of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's lots of hammering and an anvil and it's just Elden ring. So it's just Lord of the rings really, really came well, through. Well, That's why me. they got George R. R. Martin for it. <laughs> right. They showed off more of the, uh, the battle toads, which should be exciting. Cause that's going to be a stupid hard fucking game to play. Yeah. Um, in a little 2d, uh, platformer style game. Then they showed off Microsoft flight simulator. Cause if you've been missing that all your life, it's back. Honestly, I'm kind of interested to
0: see if I, because I believe F- Flight Simulator X had compatibility for uh, RC remotes. Okay. So I'm wondering if this one might also, and uh, maybe it, I could fly my planes with my remote, because that'll be my next thing that i got to upgrade for my plane. All right. Well, Get a new enough. transmitter. Fair enough. So I'll have to see, because I've been looking into that, what uh, simulators I could run with what transmitters.
1: Okay. Well, good luck. Uh, hopefully, they'll have that, and you'll be able to do exactly what you just said, because all of that went over my head, much <laughs> like your plane would. Uh, and so would uh, Kakarot when he's flying over the skies in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which was used to be known as Dragon Ball Z Project, I think is what it was called. This
0: could be interesting.
1: From everything that I've seen of like people putting out articles, it sounds like it's going to be very true to the anime and feel like an anime. Ooh, perfect. So... Because it definitely the the trailer definitely shows like Saiyan saga through um, Frieza saga. That I'd like that a lot. So I'm I'm curious to see what all what when more of this comes out. I'm, I'm excited to see what what else they're giving us, uh, what more of the gameplay f- looks and feels like. Because uh, I don't think it's like a it's supposed to be an RPG. It's not going to be like okay you're running around now you're going to get into you know a, a side scrolling fight match or a 3D fight match. Yeah. You know I'm hoping for something you know more rpg like i hope if it's an action rpg i would hope yeah they also showed off outer worlds uh which was a rpg from the latest rpg from obsidian i know them obsidian um oh wait didn't they... they're the uh turn-based rpg guys oh wait no they made fallout yeah so they, they've definitely made things that you would they are not the same people i was thinking of thinking of pillars of eternity
0: Oh yeah, no They made Pillars of Eternity And Pathfinder Adventure So yeah, they are The turn-based RPGs, guys
1: <laughs> Yeah, also Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic I was half right <laughs> Yeah, uh, they have made They made a lot of games And then uh, Microsoft Studios Bought them up uh, Like a couple years ago so, uh, Amongst that Like I said That barrage of fucking studios That, that Microsoft now owns, owns Works with Co-owns Produces something or other Whatever they do Yeah The Microsoft Studio family Has grown quite a bit Now Bleeding Edge Is the new game from Ninja Theory uh, it got a trailer it was a game that's a, that's a game i'd say also uh orion the will of the wisp was shown it got a release date for february 11th 2020 i'm sorry ori and the will of the wisp i was called willow of the wisp it's will of the wisp it's the willow wisp
0: <laughs> they're evil monsters They'll fly around inside of the graveyards and marshes where dead people
1: lie uh-huh yep yep but it looks like a great game i love the first Ori game so excited for this one and then they also showed off Minecraft Dungeons which we had talked about Diablo Diablo Dungeons yeah they've been showing off Diablo clones and now you got a Minecraft one yeah that that's an interesting one (laughs) honestly doesn't look that bad though (laughs) like watching the the trailer they did didn't seem that bad it's just one of those interesting ones yeah they showed off once again the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and then one I'm excited about yeah I was watching this I was like what the fuck Uh, like the end of it is like oh Blair Witch huh yep that, that was one excuse. There, when I, I I told
0: everybody on the trail this weekend, and that must have been in the Blair Witch, just like opened up a portal for us and we walked through it and we never realized it and somehow we ended up south of where we were. It was all the Blair Witch's fault. That's why there were so many fucking cabins in the <laughs> middle of the woods. It <laughs> solved all the problem right there. Dude,
1: I just, I was watching this and, and when that happened, I'm like, I feel like they're like 20 years late on this game. <laughs> but you know where you're going to play it for the channel. I'm not going to play it. You're going to play it. No, gonna you're going
0: to play it in the dark with headphones on. Uh, you're going to do this to me, aren't you? It would be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> My virus protection is good, in case you wanted to know. Oh, Tom has no <laughs> STDs. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because if I had them, I'd really suck to have them in the Age of Empires 2, because there wouldn't be enough med- medical tents to take care of you.
0: No, there definitely wouldn't <laughs> be. <laughs> That's when you get
1: syphilis and they cut off your dick. Exactly. So <laughs> Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition with uh, remastered audio and 4K graphics is coming this fall to the PC. If you enjoyed the Age of Empire games, here's another chance at it. Yep. You own it again. I always enjoyed it. Forza Horizon 4 uh, got a LEGO Speed Champions expansion. <laughs> Which they also brought this uh, McLaren, McLaren. They brought a McLaren out that was it was it was just kind of like on the side of the stage, but it was made out of Legos. That's pretty sweet. Now,
0: what we really need to know: when you crash, do the Lego bricks? Fly uh, out of your
1: car? Yes. It, well, I don't know if it comes out of your car, but it definitely showed Lego bricks from other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was an interesting little trailer. And then they showed off a bunch of other games. So you got uh, Spitfire, then you have The Legend of Wright. I mean, I've always
0: wanted an old Western spitting simulator. <laughs> it has been one of the top games I've been looking for. Just spitting the sure.
1: spittoon. I'm sure. I'm sure you just want to make sure you got the your spitting technique down. Oh, yeah,
0: I definitely do. I'm a spitter, not a swallower.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're a quitter. Got it. Understood. I quit. <laughs> it's been a common theme in my life. <laughs> so they also gave a new trailer for Wasteland 3. Then they showed off of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which I'm will interested. have all nine films in an all new game, which apparently from uh, what people were saying on the floor was you go to the different worlds. Uh, so you might go to like Hoth and you'll do a bunch of stuff on Hoth and then you'll go to like Tatooine, do a bunch of stuff on Tatooine or Endor and whatnot, kind of jump around that way rather than, I, I mean, this is from what I understand, I'm not seeing it. They really didn't show any of that off. So, but before the what they were explaining it is they'll show the different worlds. You'll be able to travel to the worlds. I like and I, uh, take place on. them.
0: I've always liked the Lego Star Wars games. The Lego games in general are always fun multiplayer adventure games to play with someone
1: else. They are. They're they're fun. I I got because I played so many of them, I got pretty burnt out. So like I, for example, I have uh, the Lord of the Rings Lego game sitting on my console that I've never actually finished. Oh yeah, they started making all these spin-offs
0: after Star Wars was a big hit cuz like they did Harry Potter first. I think Harry Potter came before Star Wars.
1: Did it? I thought Star Wars was the first one.
0: I I don't cuz I remember Harry Potter 1 2 and 3 back in the day or even just Harry Potter 1 long long time ago for my PC.
1: I'm just curious. I want to know. But,
0: I mean, Lego Island came before everything. That's it's true. It's best I do, fucking game I ever. I do
1: remember Lego Island. That was I a loved one. that game. Uh, Lego creator Harry Potter from in 2001. And then in 2002, we got Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Star Wars wasn't until 2005. So you are correct, sir. I win! You are right. I definitely... The only I didn't know. I know is because I had that Lego Creator game, and I was okay. like, "That that was a long time ago. I, I was young. I remember the Lego Star Wars games, and then I the next thing I remember, like I remember Indiana Jones, and I remember eventually there being the Harry Potter collections, like one through four, uh, five through seven. I don't. I didn't know that they had like a single, a uh, couple Harry Potter Creator games. Yeah, yeah, back so, back in the day. All right, cool. Yeah, I definitely didn't know that. So, well, there's kudos some for you. you could for... Use yeah kudos for you for knowing that my my random junk of knowledge <laughs> there's a game called way of the woods I think that might have been the one that there's a game that is gonna be made by the same people who did the firefighter one that you love so much uh, I think Flight that's Lodge. way of the woods because they had a, I think it's a hiking one that they were putting out I got to check that out then. Um, so it might be way of the woods you might want to check that one out Dying Light 2 they showed second favorite art uh, that might become my second favorite indie game then fair enough uh, they showed off more of Dying Light 2, and then they also showed off the Gears Pop game. That's a uh, mobile game. Interesting. Yeah, it was as interesting then as it is now. <laughs> they, sh- they gave you st- uh, State of K2 Heartland is available now. They showed off Crossfire X based on the popular online shooter from Smilegate, and it'll be the first... Uh, it'll come to console on xbox one in 2020 That'll be the first console it comes to and then they showed off another trailer for borderlands 3 and then they dropped the free dlc for borderlands 2 to connect you from borderlands 2 to borderlands 3 oh man and then they showed off a bunch of stuff coming to game pass which i'm not gonna go through that list it's a pretty big list yeah no
0: need there's go look it up of, if you want
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff uh if you have game pass if you're thinking about game pass look it up there's probably something on there you will enjoy also they finally released the last of the old xbox and xbox 360 games that they've made Uh, available on the xbox one so they've they also ported those over and that'll be the last uh, of that last of the games that they do on the xbox one they kind of made it sound like they are committing to taking all of the games that they've already ported over from xbox and xbox 360 to the xbox one and porting them onto future systems. So hope. it's not just like a, hey, we won and done, did it, and now go fuck yourselves. They're planning on, uh, on con- continuing that commitment. And who knows, they might actually, once Project Scarlet is released and they get those games moved over to Project Scarlet, they might actually re-up this system and get more games going forward. But they have a huge back catalog that they've already um, ported inward.
0: Yeah, because you would hope that they wouldn't just go ahead and, oh, here it is for Xbox One, and then Holiday
1: 2020, we're giving you a new system that you can play any of on. Right, exactly. Um, Yeah, uh, say other than that, um, they show off Master Chief Collection and the uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate stuff, which we all talked about last week, so I'm not going to rehash that. It'll be interesting to get more details on the actual Project Scarlet in the future and kind of compare it to what they're saying for playstation 5 mm-hmm. and see what those comparisons are actually going to look like but then bethesda took the stage they kind of gave it to the fans and said hey guys we love you and we we, we care about you but never really acknowledged the blunders that they made with like fallout 76 yeah. great example um they just never really quite admitted to what they did it's kind of like oh yeah we did this thing and now we're doing this and it's all totally part of the plan we hope you don't hate us yeah basically they were like how can we make sure people don't hate us well how about showing off some awesome games ghost tokyo or ghostwire tokyo looks fucking awesome and the creative director from tango studios Ik- ikumi nakamura showed off the game and she was the only other person that said that that I would put in that category of like showed up on stage and was in awe of everything that was happening in front of her. Like she she showed up and she was like, she even said like, I've never been in front of a crowd this big. And she like, she did all these really awkward poses and, and being very, uh, very Japanese. Japanese. She was awesome. Um, But they were showing off the game and it's this like supernatural evil kind of thing going on. And your character looks like it's the green arrow or some shit. like you got a bow and arrow and a gun and but like the the trailer kind of just shows people disappearing. like mm-hmm. stuff's happening and then just people disappear. Really cool. looking. kind of excited Look forward to hearing more about that game because I might be one of those ones I pick up. got to figure out why everybody vanished. definitely. it's a it's, it's they said it's not survival horror. it's it's some supernaturally type thing. They also showed off Death Loop, which looks awesome. It does look interesting at first. I was thinking this was
0: gonna be a battle royale, <laughs> right? And then it sounds like it's only two people and actually a story-driven game. Yeah, where they just keep fighting each other day in day out for day after day after day.
1: I, I assume it's gonna be like something like I, I, I my guess, because all it was was just a trailer. Like there was no gameplay. It was yeah. Just a trailer. So my guess would be maybe you pick one person, like you pick the dude, and then you play that thing, and you have to kill the chick in order for his clock to go one way or the other. And then once that happens, you might get her side and you can pick her cho- you can pick her as your character and play as her to kill him. And you go back, you can go back and forth or something. I'm I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I have a feeling it's going to be a loop. I th- I think there's going to be a lot of loops and lots of death. Yeah. Maybe even the death looped together. Could be. Very could be. <laughs> Very true. But it looks really cool. Definitely excited. Doom Eternal, which is actually one of the ones I was thinking about earlier. They showed off A new multiplayer mode called battle mode where two players control a demon one person controls the doom guy and then basically beat the shit out of each other that'd be fun uh it's doom i mean if you like doom you'll like this if you like the the doom 2016 game i think it was you'll you'll probably like doom eternal it's more of the same you can't really fuck that up can't do it uh this time you go to heaven maybe 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 eventually he'll get all the way through hell and go to heaven They showed off some Fallout stuff. So Fallout 76 is getting a new free update that will add NPCs. So, you know, the world might actually feel lived in. Not empty. Yeah. You can... Well, you could have tried it for free. That was from June 10th to the 17th. That's over now. Currently, if you're with us recording, which would be really awkward, you'd be able to play it today, but that'd be it. Then it's also getting a Battle Royale mode because everything needs a Battle Battle Royale mode. Why not 76? And then they showed off Elder Scrolls, Blades coming to the Switch. Yeah and then elder scrolls online is getting a dungeon dlc adventure called scale breaker and elder scrolls legends expansion will be available june 27th and then they're hard at work yeah they're still like hey we're six yeah they showed off six like a a teaser reel last year and now this year they're like hey we're still working on it seven or six still coming and, and there's gonna be lots of dragons and things uh, and then they they talked more about Wolfenstein and bringing Wolfenstein to everything. So you be able to kill Nazis everywhere, anywhere, anyway. any way. Uh, any way you want. It could be mobile, could be console, could be PC, could be VR now. It could be German Nazis, Italian Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, French Nazis in, in uh, this case. And then they showed off Commander Keen, which uh, they got the rights to. And now they did like a sun- Saturday morning cartoon style game. Uh, it'll be a mobile game, so... I, I used to play a lot of Commander Keen back in the day on yeah. DOS.
0: Yeah, but now you can play it on your phone. I might. I might need to. Uh, that was actually uh, one of our first videos we
1: ever put out, me playing Commander Keen. That's what I thought. thought that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it'll be coming out this summer, iOS and Android, soft launch. Uh, you might be able to look it up and get in on like a beta or something if you tried. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump into that beta if I can. Yeah. They showed off Rage 2 getting a, a new expansion, Rise of the Ghost. And then Bethesda is introducing new software technology for game streaming called Orion. Oh, so it's a AI deal that's supposed to help max out your settings and, and help you with bandwidth and stuff like that. So even if like you're in a household of people and they're all using the fucking internet, you'll still have this to help you out. That'll be interesting. I wonder if it buffers it or how that works or. Yeah, I don't know. They, they showed it off on stage, I believe with someone running it on a, Phone with like a controller, mm-hmm. one of those setups. You know, uh, cool. With with cloud computing and cloud gaming becoming more and more of a thing, it makes sense. Yeah, it'll be. It's one of those things you got to see in practice, though. Like out in the real world, doing its actual thing. Doing it. So uh, moving on to Ubisoft, they were doing some things too. They did a lot of things. uh They also they mostly showed off a lot of the games that were leaked, <laughs> like Watchdog Legions, where you'll be able to play as any of the PCs. Uh, you'll be able to recruit them, add them to your your team, and then play as them. So you can be an old lady, you could be punk guy, you could be homeless man. I want to be the pig headed dude. You well, they all have like weird masks and shit that they could put on. So you could definitely do that. They also this was probably the only thing that they showed off. It was at the end of their their set, but this is the only thing they really showed off I think that wasn't leaked, and that was called Gods and Monsters, which is like Breath of the Wilds meets Greek mythology?
0: Yeah, it looks kind of cool. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, la, 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 The Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. That was the one I was thinking of when I was watching it. All right. So it could be kind of cool. They Yeah, they equated to Breath of the Wild. Uh, and so it could be interesting to see what comes out of that.
1: And if you don't have enough su- subscription services yet, you can add Uplay+. Plus. Oh my God, that's what I've always wanted. For $15 a month, you can have access to all of the Ubisoft games they give you access to, which is currently, it says over 100 ubisoft games uh, and all their dlc a little pricier than i'd expect i mean 15 dollars seems to be about the going rate i mean to be fair uh microsoft game pass is what we say 10 dollars a month for just the game pass yeah 15 but it was has more the, games too. it's true as i but it was like for 15 you got the online online the game pass for the console and the game pass for the system so i'm sure there'll be some changes to pricing as things go on they showed off this weird roller derby game roller champions i wonder if it's going to be like a new rocket league <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking of that too when i saw it i was like this could definitely be that uh and then they showed off rainbow six quarantine which would be the new rainbow six game because you know zombies and plagues and viruses are the hip, hip thing
0: yeah i'm kind of disappointed in rainbow six for that
1: I think about the only thing they can do with that is if they if they hit the ambiance i guess correctly if, if they get the the feel of the game right when you're playing it and has that that oh my god feeling of holy shit something's coming around the corner what the fuck do i do that survival feeling that'll be not the only thing they do that'll make this game great yeah I, that's my feeling but that's just me all they showed was a teaser not any game footage so yeah
0: i don't know i love the old Rainbow Six games where you could throw an incendiary grenade and just hear them crying for their mothers. <laughs> uh, the old days.
1: You know, speaking of the old days. Oh. The Wii isn't dead yet. What? Just Dance is coming, is coming to all of your systems, including the Wii. Just Dance. <laughs> da so if you uh, you still got that Wii and you still love the Just Dance games and you need another one, pick up the Just Dance 2020. I can't wait to just dance with my Wii. You, yeah, you do that when I'm not here. Keep that to yourself. I never said it was with anybody uh, else. All right, good. Here's something you probably also can't do with anybody else. Another mobile game, because that's all the, hip the rage. Thing. Yeah, rage these days. Tom Clancy Elite Squad. Will feature characters from all the different all the different Clancy games. It's a mobile game. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that'll be weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, they showed off some more stuff for the division, including it being free for from June thirteenth to the sixteenth, which obviously is past. But they also showed off a bunch of the DLC that they have planned, including a section that'll send you back. To, <clears throat> that'll send you back to New York. I think I just went through puberty there. You did um, in New York. I did. They gave Assassin's Creed Odyssey a story creator mode, so I guess if you want to make your own story to continue playing that game, you can do that. You can make your own story on the it's, Greek Isles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is is still going strong with uh, Operation Phantom Site, which is, should be out. For Honor got a lim- is getting a limited time event called Shadow of the Heter- Hitokari. Yeah. That one. Thank you. I don't know how long that's going. I think that goes through this month, maybe into next month, but it's limited time. So if you are into For Honor, get to play in that. Otherwise, you'll miss out on the event. Oh, no. And then Adventure Time is coming over to Brawlhalla, which is a um, Smash Brothers-esque game. If yes. You don't know. And if you have the Apple TV service or plan on getting the Apple TV service, Ubisoft is working with Rob McLeany. Mac from um, it's always sunny in philadelphia on a new show about video game developers called mythic quest raven's banquet interesting it's kind of like uh world of warcraft basically uh or like uh, elder scrolls online and like hey we have this new update coming and it's the raven's banquet and them dealing with all that stuff uh, interesting mac what are you going to be doing in that show he's going to getting be- fat He's actually pretty buff. He's
0: got a beard. They shot off a clip from the show. He literally got fat, and then yeah. didn't get fat for Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Very interesting character. Very interesting person.
1: Yeah. But he's like the the head guy at the game developer place. So that says who he'll, he'll be playing. i will have to give it a watch. And then they showed off more of a Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which the more I kind of read about this game the less I feel inclined to buy it although which kind of makes me sad because I do enjoy the Ghost Recon games yeah just that we talked about it before that survival aspect that's kind of killing it for me although to be fair the a lot of it for the exception of like the the you get shot up you have to put bandages on type of deal mm-hmm. anything else like taking time to clean your gun or to drink or to eat gives you buffs like they don't if you don't do those things it doesn't hurt you but if you do do them it give you buffs so it's a nice, like, we're not punishing you for not doing this, but we for doing it, we will give you something. Yeah, we're going to give you something for it, at least. They also did say that they're going to bring back the AI, AI companions. So if you're playing by yourself, you'll still have the three AIs to be part of your ghost squad. That way you could feel like you're not alone. Right.
0: You're not a lonely ghost named Casper. But he was friendly. But he was lonely. Was he? He, he cried a lot before he was found.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. So now we go on to the, the press conference that gave me emotional whiplash and made you buy. Did make me also made me buy things. <laughs> so Swear Enix now they showed off the long-awaited Avengers game that they've been working on. Crystal Dynamics was the company was the developer who was working on the game. Uh, Crystal Dynamics did the Tomb Raider reboots, which were critically acclaimed like they were really good oh yeah they um were. well at least the first one was amazing i have to play the rest yeah from when i heard the, the second one was good i don't didn't really read anything about the third one but they so they've been working on the new avengers game that's only a year away yeah it don't look so good man that's <laughs> interesting i was wondering what you were going to say about it and no uh, hopefully it'll be better than it looks well so that here's my problem like uh, you got the first part of it and like i look at the the graphics of it and i'm like it doesn't feel like a current generation graphic game. Like graphically, it doesn't look like a current generation game to me. It kind of similar to the, the Marvel Spider-Man issues that I had where some of the stuff is really detailed. Some of the stuff really isn't detailed and looks kind of cheap. Cheesy. Not only is there that, but in their own trailer, it's like they're trying, they're really trying to capture that Avengers vibe from the movies because it's supposed to be again. It's one of those things where the Avengers have been around for a while. It's not like they just got together; they've been established, so they have this like camaraderie, and they should be joking and quipping with each other while they're doing their their deeds of, of beating up the bad guys. And they try that, and it falls so flat. Uh, I'm sure they're not using the same actors either. No, no. I mean, so they have they have some good voice actors, which is kind of what surprises me that it it falls so flat like some of the voice actors they have should be are really good and should be good at what they're doing. And they're all better than I am to begin with, but it, it just doesn't hit. It honestly felt like they were each in the studio by themselves recording those lines and you don't get that feedback from the other person. So it doesn't feel like there's that connection there on top of that. Like with the, the, the Spider-Man game, they, they started the, started the game off with the basic Spider-Man suit, but then quickly moved to the new suit for that game the ps4 suit Mm -hmm. in this like you they show off the the characters and like you have iron man who's wearing a very basic iron man suit black widow doesn't change at all thor it's a little different but not by much you can't really change anything with the hulk i'll give you that one and then captain red pants you could you could uh and then like with captain america he's like wearing a fucking flak jacket it looks weird i don't know i'm not honestly not a fan of what i'm seeing right now uh it it's it's sad hopefully they can turn it around i mean i hope so because otherwise it's gonna be a piece of garbage that i'm gonna buy because i know i'm gonna want to find out it. it'll, it'll at this rate it'll be something i will happily wait for maybe you should and get find a game out game fly maybe just for that game yeah okay i don't, <laughs> I don't know how much it costs for like a single I, month i have no I, I, A lot of them kind of do like a dollar first month's like free or like a dollar for the first month or something cheap but it'll be be something that i wait for they also alluded to the fact because this game would be coming to xbox uh, playstation 4 ps and stadia stadia yep and uh they alluded to there being something special for the playstation one which at least i have the playstation 4 but it's going to be that same Destiny feel that I have where it's like, okay, you're giving something special to one group of people when everyone's paying the same fucking price. Yeah. that's they what like piss- them better. Right. But that's what pisses me off. I don't care about the, hey, they're getting it first. Give it to them first and then like a month later, give it to everybody else. But no. So. They're I- better than you. Right. I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of like connection between the the Marvel Spider-Man game and the Marvel. Uh, Avengers game I would assume so is probably what it is and that's why it's P- that's why it's uh, PlayStation exclusive or whatever but I still find that to be bullshit when both when all parties are paying the same amount yeah and you're just kind of screwing your, your players over in that rega- regard moving on to something that I am excited about they showed off the Final Fantasy 7 remake they showed off uh, Tifa they showed off the actual fighting mechanics which are fucking awesome it's like a combination of uh, Final Fantasy 15 or Kingdom Hearts with the old ATB system, the way the, the games used to work from like one to nine was you had this little bar that would build up and then you find out they'd build up and then you get your character to make their move and then it would go away and then build up again and time-based battles. And then eventually they moved to turn-based and then they moved to just kind of action RPG-esque feel. Yeah. So you have the action RPG feel to the game and you'll hack and slash or shoot your gun with Barrett, or beat people up with your fist with Tifa or whack people with the staff if you're Aeris. I assume that right will be in, the, in that portion of the game because he was in that portion of the game because i guess you'll do somersaults at people at some point <laughs> uh, or bite them i don't bite know them. so you'll do those things and those don't really do that much damage but over the course of time that you're doing those attacks you'll build up your atb bar in this case and once that bar fills you'll be able to do things like your limit breaks your magics uh whatever special attacks you might have so it kind of mar- marries the two different aspects together and feels clunky at least when i'm watching it but makes me excited to try it and find out how that's actually gonna work yeah that'll be interesting because you get to attack 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 but i have to wait for your specials yeah so it doesn't it it kind of gives you a little bit of both but man does it look fucking gorgeous it looks beauty and and the fact that the game is two blu-ray discs chock full of game for the first episode for the first episode that is based on like the first couple hours of gameplay and that's if you're going slow like I do. Like that's it'll it, be interesting. It, it's it's the very first place you're at. Yeah. You, don't even, you don't even get to the to the to the, uh, the world map. And is it, like this game takes place before you even get to the world map. Well, it is a remake and not a remastering. It is. It is. I'm I'm just excited to see what they're doing cuz they're making they're taking such a small section and blowing it up into a a, a complete huge. game. Yeah, it'll be so huge when it, they're done. It will be huge. It'll be huge. Something a little less huge for me, but exciting for others is Final Fantasy VIII will be getting a remaster and will be coming to PS4, Switch, and Xbox One and PC later this year. But not Stadia. Not Stadia. Eight was a weird fucking Final Fantasy game. It was the one that they really tried to go for the hyper-realistic people. So everyone was like proportioned correctly rather than being like more cartoony proportions. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just weird. You're there's this time travel aspect and there's a sorceress who like possesses your girlfriend and you have to beat her up. And it's weird, dude. It's really weird. So I'm not like super looking forward to it, but it's cool that they're finally doing it. Then they showed off that Romancing Sagas 3 will be coming to outside. will be coming outside of Japan finally. And they also showed off Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions is another game that's uh, coming out. And Leaving Japan. That sounds interesting. I've never heard of that. It's very... The choices you make really matter in the game. So you got to be careful what you're doing or what you're not doing in some cases. What aren't you doing? Playing Outriders. I don't know. They showed off Outriders. It's a new shooter that's uh, from the People Can Fly studios. They they did the Gears of War Judgment game previously um, as well as some other games. But it's a new shooter coming to Xbox One, PS4, PC. Onakai is another game they showed off. It's the latest Tokyo RPG factory game from the makers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere, which I downloaded, played a little bit of. <laughs> I haven't really gotten very far at all in that game. Then there's War of the Visions. It's a follow up to Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which is a mobile game. Uh, if you're never heard of that one either. Yeah, it's a mobile one. I, I don't. I didn't really play that one. Final Fantasy Chronicles Remastered Edition will be out this winter. That's coming to mobile as well as Switch and PlayStation Four. So if you've you know been dreaming of those dream of those uh, GameCube days and want to be able to play it, but this time don't want to have to have a Game Boy Advance and the cord to attach, so you could play with four people. Uh, now you just need friends with Switches. And now the, game. the future is now. You can play it without the Game Boy Advance. Yes, it's amazing. This is a really fun game. I think you would probably like this game.
0: I was thinking about getting it the other day, but I ended up getting Phoenix Wright instead.
1: Fair enough. The Last Remnant Remastered is coming out. It's also available on the Switch and was released end of last year for the PlayStation 4. I've talked about this a little bit before. It's a weird RPG where you you set your your characters and, and your people up into squads so it's like you know three four people in a squad and then those the people you have in there are able to do certain attacks and that's how it's based it's less like you have this character who's going to do this move this turn and that type of turn base it's turn based but with squads that's pretty cool it's it's interesting i feel like you would probably really enjoy it it was a cool story and aesthetic they used for it as well the square enix collective will publish circuit superstars in 2020 which is a top-down automobile racing game yeah i mean it's a uh, rally cars is kind of what it reminds me uh, of. i was
0: gonna say matchbox rally cars something similar yeah
1: and then they showed off the kingdom hearts 3 dlc remind which we've talked about previously as well so that was square enix like i said it was a bit of a uh, whiplash for me like i saw this avengers thing i was like i was super excited for and then fell flat on its fucking face but then i got final fantasy 7 which was awesome i was yeah. super excited about and then moving on to Nintendo, Nintendo. So at the end of their their uh, direct, they showed off the Breath of the Wilds two teaser. I am excited with what can only be assumed to be Ganon in a mummified state. Maybe who will probably come back. I actually read a um, theory about that game about what this game could be uh, because they mention it at some point during Breath of the Wilds, like some of the Twilight stuff and they're they're wondering if those characters might uh, come in and and affect wh- uh ganon and what the fuck's going on with him there's also that whole group of people who disappeared who made like all those weird dragon statues and shit that were all over the place yep that was another theory yeah it should be interesting to see what they come up with because it
0: will be the second zelda that has a sequel Yeah. only other one being uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And then there's technically that Zelda 2, but I don't know that that was actually a continuation.
1: That one, I'm not sure how much of a direct continuation. The only other ones that have, like, continuations, I put quotes around that, is, like, the Minish Cap and the Spirit Tracks. Definitely Spirit Tracks was a continuation of the Wind Waker saga. Oh, yeah, Phantom
0: Hourglass. Phantom Uh, Hourglass. Phantom
1: Hourglass was... Technically a spiritual successor to Wind Waker. Yes, that is correct. Because <laughs> I know that Spirit Tracks was like directly attached. It was the same Zelda and all of that. I don't know how connected A Link to the Past and Link to Worlds or whatever. There was the one on Super Nintendo where you go to the past and do shit. And then mm-hmm. there's the one on the 3DS where you would like become like a wall painting and walk across the walls. Yeah. I don't Those like- two are, are attached, but I don't know how directly attached they are. But... Anyways, yes, this is going to be one of the like few council ones that have a direct connection to another council game. Mm, a direct sequel. Yeah, direct sequel. And then they showed off some Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC fighters. We're going to be getting the Dragon Quest hero is coming to the game. And then they showed off Banjo and Kazooie. Banjo but and Kazooie.
0: Yeah. Banjo, Kazooie, can't wait for Yui. But, yeah, I was so confused with the <laughs> hero from Dragon Quest. I was talking to you. I'm like, so are there four fucking characters that we're getting? <laughs> or what is that?
1: Yeah, so I'm pretty sure those are going to be, like, different outfits, like, um, colors that you'll be able to pick. And then his ultimate kind of looks like it brings all of them together. I, the way I kind of explained it to you was think of him like a Link character where he is... Uh, a Link between worlds. Yes, where where he is reincarnated these are like different iterations of him throughout the year so those are the heroes from the previous dragon quest games like the first one they show off is the newest dragon quest game and then they show off like previous dragon quest heroes uh they showed off animal crossing new horizons yep. which was delayed to march 20 march 20th 2020 a little less than a year i can't wait i know march is gonna be busy so i was i was really thinking about this march is gonna be super fucking busy and I feel like that's usually when things are winding down. Oh, Because yeah. you got, I think, well, Final Fantasy is coming out. Final Fantasy Seven Remake is coming out on March 3rd. I'm pretty sure Watch Dogs is coming out in March. That game's coming out. There's a ton of games coming out in March. I'm usually thinking like March is where things are winding down. I ain't got a whole lot, a lot of shit coming out. But it's looking to be a busy month. No, they're ramping it up. <clears throat> but, uh, blah, blah. but yeah, so they showed that off. They showed off uh, Link's Awakening. And the fact that there'll be like this uh, dungeon building aspect that you can do in the game.
0: Which will be pretty sweet. sweet. Mario Maker for Link.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a letdown compared to what you might be hoping it's going to be. But I'm just guessing, honestly. I, I was looking through the like games and things that cost. For the fact that this is a port of a fucking Game Boy game, I was expecting it to be like reasonably priced. It's a $60 fucking game. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Really. I am. Honestly, I am. Because a lot of the ports that have come over are like $20, 30 Like, I was expecting like, maybe a $40 mm-hmm. game for Link's Awakening. I was not expecting a full $60 game. This is more of just a graphics update, though. Like, they completely overhauled
0: the graphics and recreated the game from base up. Yeah. So, I, that's where I can understand it being a full $60 development project versus like, a, okay, we just tweaked things and re-released.
1: Yeah. I did see that the color dungeon will be showing up in the game, so that's was the Link's Awakening DX, which was for Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. All of that'll be showing up in this game, as well as this uh, dungeon building thing. Cadence Pyro is available now. I don't know; it's a weird, you know. Some people, people based... are saying it's good. I've heard I've heard good things about it. It's just weird to me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd play it, but I, I hear some people are getting into it. Yeah, Brian was on the fence.
1: Okay, Luigi's Mansion Three. Is going to have couch co-op. Fuck As you. well as online mode. So you'll be able to play as Luigi and Gooigi. Gooigi! It's like in, in one of the online modes for called Skyscraper, you'll be able to play with up to eight players. So four people being like different colored Luigis and the other four being different colored Gooigis. That would be crazy. It looks like it. Honestly, it looked like it was pretty crazy. The Demon X Machina will be available September 13th. Ew hopefully i hope it's better than better, it was yeah i said better than what you originally dealt with yeah. no more heroes 3 is in development that looks sweet they also said that the pokeball plus which is the that pokeball controller that i have mm-hmm. is gonna be usable with short sword and shield which is kind of what i was hoping for and they're like it you're not gonna be able to use it as a controller but if you put your pokemon in there you walk around with it something might happen and they don't really explain what that is what um i assume it's just your pokemon will like you level up but that too <laughs> That's about all they gave about that, as well as some other stuff that we'll get to here in a second with more Pokemon news. They showed off some third-party games with Saiken Densu 3. That's Nin- a mouthful. Yeah, that was a 1995 game. The follow-up to the legendary RPG Secret of Mana has never left J- Japan until now. And then they showed off... It's finally going to be available with the Collection of Mana, which is available right now. And that has uh, the... F- Final Fantasy Adventure for Game Boy has Secret of Mana from the SNES. And the third game is Trials of Mana. And then they also did a remake of Trials of Mana. That'll and be coming out next year. Yeah, that'll be on next year. And then they showed off Dragon Quest XI S Definitive Edition for the Switch, which is kind of basically the same game that I have that I, that's on that list of uh, games that people can pick for me to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except this one has a really cool effect of turning everything into the old, like, 16-bit style sprites and stuff. That's cool. Witcher 3 will be coming to the Switch if you were really needing a port of that game. Uh, Speaking of ports, Resident Evil 5 and 6 are coming to the Switch. And then they're making a new Contra game, Contra Rogue Corps. They also released the Contra Anniversary Collection. Uh, If you were a lover of the Contra games. And then they are remaking Panzer Dragoon, which was from Sega Saturn, I believe. And that'll be coming to the Switch this winter. And then they like flying tanks that are dragons. Yeah, exactly. They shoot things out of their mouths and kill other things and whatnot. Yeah. Then uh, Netflix Dragon Crystal series is getting a tie-in tactics RPG. Dark Crystal. Yeah, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics coming to the Switch this year. Pretty
0: sweet with claymation-style graphics. Yeah. And I, I wonder, I don't know, I haven't seen any of the, is Dark Crystal out yet for Netflix? I don't know.
1: I honestly don't know. I didn't know it was coming out until this whole thing happened. So yep, yep. yeah. I had they, no, no prior information coming out with it.
0: I, I don't even remember the old Dark Crystal movies. Maybe I have to go watch Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, then mm-hmm. watch that, then play the game but it's just Final Fantasy Tactics, it looks like, so maybe Kinda. I'll just play that.
1: <laughs> or maybe I'll just play Three
0: Houses when it comes out next month.
1: Yeah, you do that too. Uh, Empire Sin is another game that they showed off, which is from Romero Games, kind of like a speakeasy thing. 1930s. Yeah, Suit Suit Cry.
0: It's a Prohibition game, and it seems like it could be cool, Prohibition Gangster era.
1: I think someone had a um, an interview with George Romero or one of the Romero's and uh he was very much adamant in saying it was one of the other Romero's game like it was his wife's game like this is something she really wanted to do like he was it seemed like he was real hard trying to distance himself from this interesting and I wasn't sure it was because he wants that person to just have the the acclaim of the game and and give them their props so it wasn't just going to him because it was like a collaboration type deal but he seemed like he was real hard trying to distance himself from that game so i'm interested to see what's happening with that that should be interesting Uh, and then they showed off a sizzle reel with more stuff like the spyro dragon trilogy coming to the switch nino cooney remastered well. nino cooney's coming to the switch but there's the remaster that uh, was coming out minecraft dungeons the sinking city alien isolation and new super lucky's tale uh, coming out as well so you can be super lucky and play it on the switch you could other than that there was uh, a update for release date for mario and sonic at the tokyo olympics which is november 2019 and dead by daylight 20 september 24th and dauntless which is late 2019 yeah
0: <laughs> that's a lot nintendo that's
1: a lot and then they did their uh, their treehouse stuff and they were talking they were like showing off games and talking about stuff they did one for uh ultimate alliance Oh. And that looked awesome. Like there's that's a Marvel game I'm super mm-hmm. excited for, still excited for.
0: Yeah, if you pick that up, I think Brian's gonna pick it up. I'll I'm, probably end up picking I'm it up. I'm definitely as well.
1: picking definitely picking it up. So you'll definitely hear me talking about that a little bit. Then they so they during this whole treehouse thing, they were showing off the Pokemon stuff and they're showing off the wild and you're walking around and you're catching Pokemon or beating Pokemon up or they showed off a raid battle. But they uh, they also had this moment that they decided they wanted to explain to uh, players something so they're not getting their hopes up and not setting uh, an expectation that won't be fulfilled especially once they had shown off like pokemon home and the fact that you can bring pokemon from the other games to pokemon home to sword and shield they are now explaining that not all of those pokemon are coming to sword and shield yeah they're removing the national pokedex i'm kind of curious about that i'm also wondering if that's just going to be a dlc thing later
0: on I don't know. They, Brian is 100% now. I'm only 90% at getting this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's very adamant that that just ruined it. The The variety of Pokemon they show off in the game, like that they've showed off so far, being mostly older Pokemon, gives me hope that this Pokedex is probably, like out of 800 Pokemon, now going to be however many with all the Galar region Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that this is going to be like a, maybe a 500 Pokemon Pokedex.
0: i'm assuming that it's
1: going to be like half maybe a little bit above half of the pokedex and again i with the support that nintendo is giving stuff on the switch i wouldn't be surprised if it was like they come back later on and they're like oh here we're gonna update it with because part of the reason he explains is they didn't want to delay the game and keep putting things off so it didn't sound like they didn't want to do it or that it wasn't a future plan like they're not admitting to it being a future plan but they're not saying it isn't a future plan either Mm -hmm. which is very different than if you're saying no we're definitely not doing this compared to we wanted to get this out in a timely fashion and we didn't want to delay it and and make the the game uh less because of that like to me it sounds like that's something they're going to add in later i hope i would hope because I did just beat Pokemon Let's Go in hopes that
0: I could transfer Pokemon over to it. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: But yeah, I, I think, I honestly think that eventually there will be a national decks or even just more Pokemon released in general for the Galar region. Again, without a full count, I'm just taking a swing at it. I'm going with a, an even 500 considering we're pushing like almost 1,000 Pokemon. Well, I'm going to go with 512. Going 512? 512. All right. Just because that's an even amount of megabytes of RAM. Okay. Fair enough.
0: That's that's how I'm basing it. I don't know <laughs> some dumb shit. If we were coding back in the '80s, it would probably be it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for Animal Crossing, especially after seeing the demo for it. I'm I'm really excited for Pokemon. I think it's gonna be fun, and I'm definitely gonna pick it up.
1: Oh yeah, I'll definitely get it. Um, really doesn't change anything for me, other than oh hey look, I won't have as many Pokemon to catch. Honestly, for the most part, E3 was good, but for me it. It kind of gave me hope that maybe there weren't... And this is a weird thing to say, but gave me hope that maybe there weren't that many games this year that I was going to pick up, which means I have a lot of old games to pay, play and catch up on. Yes. Uh, there'll be a number of DLC things that I'll be playing. And more time to paint your models. More time to paint my models. So we'll see what happens with all of that.
0: Yeah, because there's enough games coming out this year that I'm going to be busy for a bit. I still need to beat Octopath Traveler.
1: Yeah, it's another game I have to go back to. I have a lot of like digital games I still have to go through. My, my physical log has dropped dramatically yeah we'll see what happens with that I, I definitely still have plenty of games to play going through e3 it's like there were things there that i really liked like Final fantasy 7 then there were games that i wanted to play but now i don't know if i'm going to with like avengers but then there's ultimate alliance that i'm definitely gonna play and pokemon i'm definitely gonna play and maybe star wars yeah star wars will be a game i will probably definitely pick up and hopefully play um link's awakening is really pushing me off i don't know that i'm gonna pick that up We'll see what happens once everyone else picks it up and someone probably convinces me that I should play it. I'll still
0: probably not pick it up until I beat some games. And I'm yeah. For it. That's going to be on the lower list of games I'll pick up.
1: Just, I mean, for me, it's a game I've already played and beaten. There's a twist in the game that I really don't care for. But there's things like I would like to listen to the, the musical tracks that they have in the game and what they do with all the musical aspects of that game. True. Those are the things that really interest me in it. But that doesn't really make me want to buy the game to play it. Well, maybe you should go play Cadence and Beatbox along with them. Yeah, it's a different style. I want to know about that game, though. Nah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole lot of different things there. But you know where else there's a whole lot of things? Everywhere. On the internet. Yes, like YouTube. You could go
0: there, you can subscribe to us, and watch all those new videos that come out. <laughs> Once you hit that digging bell, it'll let you know when we release new ones for you.
1: You can also go over to Facebook... And you can take part in the poll for what game I play next. Find out what Tom's going to play next, and then you could hear about it
0: and keep hearing about it until he beats it.
1: Yes. Depending on the game, it could be a long time. Uh, <laughs> you did put a couple of long ones in there. I, it was just the game, most of the games on my backlog. And I was like, here, let's see what the fuck I get out of this. Let's see what happens. There's uh, there's also the email. You can send us an email at geekswithissues at gmail.com. That's g 33 issues at gmail.com.
0: Oh, yeah, and make sure to go out there on iTunes and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, especially if they're five stars, we can go ahead and get more of an audience out there and listening to us. So we appreciate you guys for listening to us and spreading the word. As always. Yes. And with that, anything else from you, Thomas? I got nothing else. We will leave your ears unbleeding until next week. Goodbye. Bye.